0: Sobering situation continues on the island of Maui. Now 99 confirmed dead, making it the deadliest wildfire in modern U.S. history. And the governor warning that number may double in the coming days. ABC's Alex Stone is in Maui and joins us. Boy, Alex, the stories we continue to hear are just tough to hear.
1: They really are. And uh, today, a somber day here that that the police department, Maui County Police, uh, they are beginning death notifications, uh, letting families know. But they've only been able to positively identify four of the the bodies based on fingerprints and and visually that that tells you with the other 95 that that they know are dead, they cannot, it's going to come down to DNA to identify them. Um, But there's a lot of anxiety here of families waiting to get the the knock on the door or the phone call depending on where they are that that they are one of the the four that have been identified when the for the last week or so they have been uh holding out hope that their their loved ones were missing that that they were okay and and today the the word is going to be coming in that uh for at least four families that that is not the case uh so the the other part of this today is on that number. And the, the police chief here saying 99, uh, you know, it, it becomes a number at some point when people are added to it. It goes up uh, a bit and, and it, people don't think about really what that means. And the, the chief is saying, you got to remember for everyone that it goes up and it will probably go up tonight when they get a new tally, that that is somebody's life that they have loved ones, that they have family members, they have children, and the police chief putting it this way. There are 99 so far. I understand that people want numbers. It's not a numbers game. Right now we're at 99 souls and families. And, guys, uh, the governor a few moments ago said that some of the dead are children. Uh, They only know that based on the size of the human remains. Um, They don't know who they were. They were in vehicles. They were in homes trying to to get out in the cars and running down the street um but but he says it is incredibly difficult as they have gone through and and found entire families who were trying to get out and there were children in the plural uh that that were in the car as they were trying to escape and they didn't make it so it gets more grim by the the day in that way they've got 20 cadaver dogs now that are searching they've searched about a quarter of the buildings in lahaina um, but as they're doing that, the, they, uh, they believe the numbers are going to go up. Alex, what's the power situation on the island? Well, most of the island is okay, uh, but not in the the area once you go into to Lahaina. So th- that area still has no power. They won't have any power for a very long time. The entire infrastructure is gone. There are no power lines. There are no power poles. Um, that area is going to be without Canapali, which is north of Lahaina. They, we understand still have no power in the big mega resorts there. Uh, most of those tourists are long gone. They were bust out of here days ago and dropped off at the airport to get them out of here and told to go home, you know, somehow get off the island. Uh, it's mainly rescue teams that are staying in those hotels without the power right now. We understand they have running water, and as L.A. County Fire and Rescue indicated, they're happy just with the running water. They don't need the electricity uh, that they can uh, clean off at the end of the night when they get back. So it's it's not great, but the other parts of the island... Many parts are pretty operational, like normal. The Wailea, which is another big resort area, the other big one on the the island, the resorts are open very much uh, full of evacuees and military and reporters and uh, other folks who are coming in to help out. But there are some who are still vacationing who uh, decided not to go and and still to carry out their vacation. So it's kind of a a mix in those hotels.
0: ABC's Alex Stone is with us. So, Alex, I can understand the friction between – People who lived in that area and want to get back and see their communities and their homes and officials who are saying, look, this is still a recovery mission. We have dogs and teams in there. How is that playing out in Lahaina? It's
1: not playing out great. And uh, the the growing friction even among media. And then the officials, the governor a moment ago said that mainland reporters, uh, those of us who have come in uh, who don't live in Hawaii can shove it, as he put it uh, a few minutes ago. Um, for requests to get in, um, that that he says uh, that that we don't understand the complexities of the the situation and how the Hawaiian Islands work. Um, And so there's different friction points there. But people want to get back in. The the locals want to see their community, see what's going on. It's been a week. Go through their homes. And for the most part, they're not allowed back in. And the the police chief and the governor have said they're being as transparent as they can be. The people need to understand that the magnitude... And the residents are saying they get it, but they also want to get in. They are being locked out of their community. There is a, essentially an iron door that has come down on the, the highway into Lahaina, and they have no other way to get in. And they're saying enough. There was a, an attempt to give out placards yesterday to allow people to go back in. The residents who had been okayed. And Maui police came through on loudspeakers saying they're dissolving that program. Too much demand. Everybody leave. There was a lot of anger in that moment. People just want to get back in. They want to be in their community. They feel like the government is locking them out. There's a lot of anger at FEMA here because they feel like it's FEMA, some of their doing. uh, Even though FEMA says that it's all the the locals doing it, the people saying FEMA doesn't understand the island culture coming in and how help gets to the island and how they help each other and the the way the word spreads on the island and FEMA coming in with non-knowledge of how it works here. So there's a lot of friction points, but, but bottom line, people want to know what's going on in their community and they feel like there's a, a curtain that's been put up and they don't know what's going on in there right now. And, and that's making them angry. Before we let you go, Alex, what is the Coast Guard doing here? Because I'm sure at some point it was a search and rescue mission. Has, has that stopped? Are there other issues in the water that they're trying to attend to? Not a ton. Uh, They they Early on, they were picking up people who had jumped into the water, but now they're kind of patrolling the the coastline for any boats or ships that try to get close to Lahaina. Because there are, I I met a a group yesterday that was doing kind of clandestine runs to the north Lahaina area where there are a lot of evacuees living without power and cell phone service or anything else, but they don't want to leave because then they can't get back in, uh, and their homes did not burn. So they're they're running these scuba trip boats, full of pineapples and barbecues and meat and propane up, dropping it on the beach and then coming back. And the locals will leave propane tanks, empty ones on the beach, that on the boats they'll pick them up, fill them up, and then run them back up. And the, the Coast Guard is kind of turning a blind eye to that. They know what's going on, but they're letting it go on. Uh, technically, they're not allowed to be doing it and, and dropping and, and stepping foot on the, the beach up there. Um, but again, it's you know so that there's some of that activity along the coast, but for the most part, uh, not a lot going on up and
0: down the water either. ABC's Alex Stone in Maui. Thank you for the update, Alex. You got it. Thanks, guys.